Welcome back to the Investor Mindset Podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Pesavento, and each week we share mindset tips and real estate investing strategies to help you take your business and your investment portfolio to the next level. Today, I want to talk about something, I want to riff on this concept of growth versus security. So let's get into it. This is the Investor Mindset Podcast, and I'm Stephen Pesavento. For as long as I can remember, I've been obsessed with understanding how we can think better, how we can be better, and how we can do better. And each episode, we explore lessons on motivation and mindset from the most successful real estate investors and entrepreneurs in the nation. Before we dive into today's episode, I want to remind you about how to get involved investing in the same types of commercial real estate that I personally invest in. You can do so through Von Finch Capital, where we go out and buy, operate, manage, in partnership with you, large commercial multifamily properties and other real estate investments. So you can do that by heading over to vonfinch.com slash invest to get involved. Head over to vonfinch.com slash invest and schedule some time with me or a member of our team so that we can dive in and be a value to you, helping you understand how to build the portfolio that you're looking for to get towards those goals that are most important to you and to be able to support you on creating something truly greater for you and yours. So head over to vonfinch.com invest and I look forward to seeing you inside the Capital Network. All right, so we're gonna dive into a topic today. I'm gonna riff on talking about the importance of the difference between growth versus security. So on two far ends of the spectrum, we have growth on one end, we have security on the other. And through selecting the right types of deals that match your individual investment desires, your individual investment values, your individual investment goals, all along the lines of what your individual investment risks are. So your risk profile, what are you comfortable with? We need to determine which are the right deals for you. They're on opposite side of the spectrum, high risk, high reward, meaning high likelihood of or high potential of a total loss or partial loss of your investment, but a very high return multiple. We might see return multiples doubling your money, tripling, quadrupling your money, or more. This side of the spectrum can be a lot more risky, and many people would see that side of the spectrum, uh, the, the far end of the growth spectrum, to be almost like gambling. Putting in a dollar, hoping to make five back, hoping to make 10 back, but having a high likelihood that you could crap out and not make any money. Now, there's the other side of the spectrum, which is extreme low risk. And in the uh, non-real estate world, you might look at bonds. Bonds are gonna have a very set interest rate. Um, in the real estate world, that's gonna be uh, very low risk, low leverage debt or debt-like instruments in real estate that are gonna be able to provide you some consistent monthly income and that you're gonna have a large, very uh, large amount of equity that's backing up that loan. So 
the risk is extremely low unless the market was going to go down by more than 60%, which is not impossible, but extremely, extremely, extremely unlikely. Uh, the likelihood that you would then be able to repossess that property, sell it, and be able to get your money out is extremely high. But on the far end of that, you may be making a, a percent or 2%, 3%, 4%, a couple percent, depending on the asset and the, the vehicle that you're actually going to be investing in. So Von Finch doesn't operate on either of those spectrums. Steven Pesavento as an individual doesn't invest in either of those spectrums. Sure, maybe a little bit of bonds uh, to hold a, uh, in the portfolio, um, very, very small amount. My focus is truly on a moderate to moderate high risk perspective for my own personal portfolio, for Von Finch's portfolio, for the investment deals that we like to put out for investors. I tend to be on the moderate or low moderate side of the growth trajectory. So what does that actually mean? And why is it important to understand the difference between these styles of investments? Because when we go all the way over to the far end of the growth, we're gambling. But as we inch closer and closer away, we have different types of opportunities, which might go from land development, raw land development um, that's unentitled to raw land development that is entitled to investing specifically in the development of a building to um, heavy value add to light value add to no value add, which is often called core or core plus, depending on what that strategy of that specific asset is. And that is typically where Von Finch is spending most of our focus is going from, you know, as low as returns of maybe 8% to 12% annualized. You might see that within a purely preferred equity fund where the payout is with a strict preferred return and the strategy is investing that money in a preferred return sense. And Von Finch has focused majority of its time, effort, energy in that value-add, heavy value-add space. We've done a couple deals that are in the core plus space or value-add or core plus with a value-add component. That is a phenomenal place to be because it's lower on the risk profile, but yet you're able to squeeze out some additional returns because you're able to add value with additional units or renovation or splitting units or something like this why it's important. It's important because oftentimes when I'm speaking with very sophisticated investors and very sophisticated financial uh, operators, people who maybe do this for a living, but then are investing their own cash or working with family offices and their investment professionals, those folks are heavily focused on this risk scale. They're understanding where they're comfortable and where they're not. Typically, what you'll find is the more money that somebody has, the more that they're focused on preservation and they move down the risk scale, maybe in that six to 8% kind of target range. Now, it's quite possible that you could be looking at a deal that has a six to 8% return, yet it really should be higher up on that risk scale. How would you know? Well, you'd know based on is there current cash flow? What is the business plan? How likelihood is that business plan to succeed? If the business plan is not executed, where is the income coming from? Are you still able to preserve your current investment? And what's the structure? Are you structured at, in a preferred position? Are you structured with a, a large amount of 
GP equity that's ahead of you in the stack. These are different ways that you can reduce risk while still increasing return, which is, you know, in part and parcel why the preferred uh, the preferred fund or the individual preferred investments can make sense as a part, not a whole, as a part of many people's portfolios. What I might suggest for many people is that they've got a small sliver in something that's lower risk, maybe a debt-like instrument, maybe that is a preferred equity type instrument that has a good amount of equity that's ahead of them. And then for people who are extremely conservative, they're going to have a much larger bucket of those types of assets or individual investments or investment dollars into a fund that is then investing in individual assets. Or you're going to see a, uh, a scenario where maybe you're more focused on growth and the slice of your pie that's invested in those very low risk investments is much smaller. And you're balancing between the higher risk land development that has a higher return profile and you're balancing with the value add strategy that has uh, a great return profile, but is kind of in that the middle of that risk scale per se. So these are the things that you want to consider is how comfortable are you with the thought of losing your principal and how much of a return is it worth in order to create a gain if you risk your principal. So I believe and have seen over time that many of the strategies that we've done thus far, where we're creating value, where we're renovating increasing rents, where we're repositioning these properties, they tend to be in the middle, um, you know, the, the 50 to 60, 65% of the risk scale. Um, while the preferred equity is probably in the 25 to 35, 25 to 40% risk scale. And so what's important is to understand what your comfort level is and where you're at in your investment cycle. If you're later in the investment cycle, you wanna be focused very much so on being more conservative. And being conservative doesn't mean that you're not investing in value add. It doesn't mean that you're not putting some dollars into development deals. What it does mean is that you have to know what your personal preferences and values are and then make some selections into assets that are going to deliver you the kind of returns you're looking for. And if you're much younger and you have a much longer investment window, then maybe you're investing a much larger percentage of your portfolio in those types of risk assets. So I wanted to talk about this because I've been having a lot of really great conversations with folks. And what I've noticed is that everybody wants the highest return possible. Personally, I'm a big growth focused guy, personally, professionally, from an investing standpoint. But I've also personally lost money in real estate. I've bought deals and I've paid off my investors and I've personally lost. Right? I've personally taken the loss instead of passing it on to investors. Most people won't do that. You know, I was gracious enough to be willing to do it because I felt culpable and responsible and I was learning. It was early in my career many years ago. But after going through that experience and going through the uh, rate changes that happened back in 2018 and the real estate market really froze for a number of months and we had so many assets that were cycling on and off the market that that really put a scare in me. 
it really reminded me as I went to many of these mentors that have been through many cycles and I was reminded about the importance of having good portfolio diversification. Not necessarily just an asset class because I think multifamily overall is a much needed piece of real estate and there's a huge lack and there's so many tailwinds that are really pushing multifamily in a strong direction. I don't have any qualms or concerns about multifamily as a whole. Sure, if the market changes, there may be fluctuations in prices, but I believe all of our assets will weather the storm quite well. With that said, it is important to diversify between the different styles or strategies that you have. If you're 100% high growth, 100% focused on development, and the whole market freezes and banks stop loaning money, then you're in kind of a bad spot. Now, if you've got a couple of those, but you've got a couple of cash flowing, lower risk type assets, you can balance those out and you can still kind of meet those portfolio goals that you're really looking for. So what I'm really driving towards at the end of the day is I'm not here to prescribe anybody a specific antidote to the problem of, of or the challenge of choosing what are the right investments. But what it really does come down to is knowing what your risk profile is, knowing what your goals are, and then creating a smart strategy around it. This is why it can be so valuable to schedule some time with me or a member of our team for a real estate advisory call so that we can help support you in understanding what is the best fit for your personal portfolio. Every individual is different in helping you understand what type of investments to look for, who and what those investments could or should look like, and really helping to truly be a trusted advisor in you and your family's investment journey. If you're interested in doing that and you're a accredited investor, head over to vonfinch.com invest, and you can schedule a time with me or a member of our team. And we'll be there to answer your questions, get to know you personally, really understand what your situation is. And if we think we can help, we'll let you know. And if we can't, we'll point you in the direction of someone who can. So thanks so much for listening. We'll see you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Investor Mindset Podcast. If you like what you heard, make sure to rate, review, subscribe, and share it with a friend. Head over to theinvestormindset.com to join the Insider Club, where we share tools and strategies from the top investors and entrepreneurs on how to take it to the next level.